Hello friends, my name is Dane Miller. And I'm now Spain. And we're your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky sexy situations and we turn them into sexy sticky situations. Simply put, we find questions either online or from our wonderful listeners. We answer them on the topics of sex and dating. What antiquated dick terms do you have for me today? So we have a post-wabbit. Wait, is this actually one? No, I, we used them all last week. We oh, did okay. it. This is not a history lesson anymore. This is a jumping straight into questions lesson. Are you ready? Let's do it. This is from Specialist Ad 4561. How can I, 27-year-old female, get my boyfriend, 31-year-old male, of two years to stop digging his tunnel? (laughs) Go on. So I know this is a weird question, but my boyfriend likes to spend a lot of his free time digging a tunnel on some property he inherited. I haven't seen the full extent of it, but last I saw, it was remarkably deep under the surface. He spent roughly a year on it, and it's evident. The front of the thing is deep, wide, well put together. The only part I've seen at the front has cement beams, electric lights, even chairs and a small table. I haven't gone into it, but it looked like the quality severely dropped as the tunnel went further, becoming mostly open dirt with some wood beams holding it up. My biggest concern is, is his safety. I'm worried he's gonna, he'll dig too deep and it'll collapse on him or something. I've tried voicing this concern to him, but he laughs it off and assures me he'll be fine. Aside from safety concerns, there's the fact that he doesn't really have a social life because of this thing. I'm pretty much the only person he talks to outside of his job. He doesn't go out and do anything anymore. It used to be he'd occasionally head out and do some digging on the weekends, but now he spends almost all his free time out there. He still comes home, but he barely spends any time with me. I know he isn't doing anything but digging that damn hole in the ground. Can't be good for his mental health, but don't know how to convince him to stop. He's really happy when he comes back from digging, which is why I haven't really tried to stop him before. I was talking to a friend about him, and she told me he might be going crazy. Obviously, I don't think he's insane, but I hadn't considered the mental health aspect of this, and I don't know what to do. Can I just say that I get it? Like, (laughs) I do. I don't know how much digging you've done in your life, but I went to visit a friend uh, up north, and she was putting together a like a garden in her front yard, and Mm -hmm. she wanted to. She wanted like a little bit of a trench because she was going to be putting in a like a water feature, kind of like a a small stream that would run through it, and she needed you know, some, some verticality to the thing. And I was just like, absolutely. And I just went in there and I just dug for like a good solid, like three or four hours. And it was great. It is. There's something about digging a hole, even in video games, like games like Minecraft and shit like Mm -hmm. that, Mm -hmm. where like, you just kind of tune out and just dig. I used to work construction during the summers. And one of my favorite jobs we ever had to do was to mend the foundation of a house where we had to dig like an eight foot hole yep. that was like long enough to cover the entire side of a house wide mm-hmm. enough that two boys with a bit of, you know, material and some fucking nail guns could get in and like patch up the side. And it was fucking wonderful. It was hot as hell. The person gave us some beer and some free uh, cologne, which was weird. They worked for the Bay, but Hey, fuck it. Uh, and we had wings on the way home and it was a wonderful day. All we did was dig for like 10 hours. So I hear you. I, you know, if I had the ability to just dig all the time, maybe I'd do it. I, that's the thing. It's like, I, I dream about one day owning land. And by that, I pretty much just mean a house. But if someone was like, here's a property, but you can't build a home on it, 
you can only dig sweet tunnels and or holes, whatever you want to do. You can just dig here. I would probably be just about as happy as if someone was like, here's a house. <laughs> but I will say your concerns of a cave-in are very real. Also, like, let's be fair. Your concerns of is he kind of losing it because all he does is dig instead of having a social life or spending you know more time with you. Yeah, they're also very justified. Yeah, I mean, yes, I think doing any singular activity, you know, ad nauseum. Unless it's Elden Ring. At the detriment of, but at the detriment of your social connections, which we play together. um, I think, I think anytime you do anything that's a detriment to your, your social or your, any sort of relationship, I think, yes, that, that poses a problem. So yes, the fact that he has shirked his responsibilities in your relationship, it seems like, and hasn't pursued like any sort of friend circle. That's not great. And it doesn't matter what he's doing. He could be literally doing any other number of things and that would be bad. But like, honestly, I think the biggest, like if you're not 100% sure, and this might just be my fear of being like trapped underground. If you're not entirely sure what you're doing when you're digging holes and like making tunnels that like, even if the weight of the like the ground doesn't kill you, no one's gonna like, no yeah, one's they, gonna be able to find you under your fucking weird. Oh yeah, no, that it's like I I feel like unless this is specifically what you've trained to do, yeah, and even then, I imagine on some dig site, there's probably a buddy system where like you don't do it by yourself in case there is a cave in or an accident or whatever. Like I don't think even if you're fully trained, this is a one person job. So I think you're safety wise, you're right to be concerned. I want to know what his plan is. Like, is it just to keep digging and see what happens? Because is that the best plan? Maybe not. You get to hell in Minecraft. So maybe you get to hell here and that ain't good. But I mean, the more you dig also, just like the way structural integrity works. If this man just keeps digging really big tunnels, it will collapse because there's no like surface tension or whatever. So, like, the more he digs, the more he is at risk of this thing all caving in on him and suffocating him. Yeah, but also it's like I think the plan for the tu- the tunnel is important. Like, are you just digging forever because you have a weird obsession with digging? and Or, like, you, the childhood wonder of, like, can I dig a hole to whatever's on the other side of the world? Sure, that's one thing. What if he's building, like, a survivalist tunnel or a bunker? What if, like, you haven't even seen what's at the bottom of this? What if he is a supervillain? And, like, you've just seen the outside of his lair. I mean, there's, I think it's the Lovely Bones where that guy has his, like, weird, like, little murder tunnel thing. I think it's the Lovely Bones where, and then he just collapses it. Like, is he well, just... another thing is, like, if you don't know what's at the bottom of it, what's to say there aren't a lovely collection of bones? Yeah. And and I think, again, we're, you know, being a bit fantastical here. I think, yes, you have a, a responsibility here as this person's partner to be like, hey, I'm concerned about you. I know you don't take my concerns for your safety seriously, but like maybe find some YouTube videos of tunnels caving in on them or find like some sort of things being like, look, this is what you're doing and this is what can happen. It's a very real possibility. And if it doesn't stop and you're actually genuinely concerned, I, I'm sure this is against some sort of zoning law. I don't think you can just dig tunnels everywhere. Yeah, that's another thing. It's like, I'm sure there's a point at which maybe either he crosses from the boundary. Like, I don't know if it's going straight down either, but it's like if you cross 
over the boundary that's illegal and like again safety issues and like i'm pretty sure there are things where like like if you dig what's to say you don't hit a gas pocket or yeah like, or you know, a water pipe and flood the fucking thing like or <laughs> electrical wires or yeah like, yeah there are a lot of things that need to go into account for safety and also there's the possibility that there is some kind of mental break and this is just like an obsession of his i don't know i would say talk to him about the tunnel Talk to him about like the end goal, because if it is just keep digging forever, that's probably not, you know, helpful. Uh, if it is to like build a, t- a, you know, a bunker or survival tunnel or something, I don't know that this man like you should know whether this person has like the professional capability to do that, because like if you build a shoddy bunker and he spends time down there, it also might collapse. You know what I mean? So that's another thing you need to take into consideration. And like have an actual real chat. Yeah, hundred percent. And like I said, like maybe just shut this all down by uh, getting a zoning guy to to take a wander down and be like, "Yeah, you can't do this. <laughs> this is super illegal." Yeah. So you're in the right. Talk to him. Don't let him laugh off your concerns. And uh, maybe research it a bit. Like I'm sure if I looked up dangers of digging giant hole, I'd probably get a few. Oh, hundred percent. And also maybe consider like being like, hey, do you want an Oculus Rift or like some sort of VR so you can like go and dig in Minecraft or there's a game Minecraft. Does he know there's there's a game called uh, Seven Days to Die, which I've played a ton of. And it's a slightly more realistic kind of version of of uh, Minecraft. Uh, It's a zombie game, but you can turn the zombies off and the man can literally just go and dig as much as he wants. You can build in it. You can like design stuff. So if like if this is just a satisfying uh, a craving that he needs to satisfy, maybe bring it into a virtual world where he's not at constant physical and mental risk of of his weird, you know, tunnel digging. So talk to him, try to get some kind of answer and like don't let him just laugh off your concerns when they are pretty realistic concerns. So see, I'm worried about like being like, oh, tell him to go make more friends, because I feel like if if you and I were out and we met a, a pretty cool dude who's like, hey. Guys, we had a great, like, a lot of fun. Want to go have, like, dig a hole? Yeah. I think you and I would be like, hell yeah, bro. Let's go dig a hole. Fucking sweet tunnel. I'm like, dad, dude. Hell yeah, man. Go two ways. Either we'd be like, absolutely not. You terrify the shit out of us. Mm -hmm. But if he was chill, I think we would strongly consider helping this man dig his tunnel. So I feel like maybe encouraging him to go out and get friends before you solve the tunnel digging is. Just going to yeah, add more fuel to the fire. Encourage it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when we were in Alberta, a really cool bartender suggested these like secret hot springs in the middle of nowhere uh, that you could like drive to at night. So we set off in the pitch black at like 4 a.m. to go find them and ended up in what I can only assume is the most haunted place in the world because it was absolutely fucking terrifying. It was like a bunch of like bath shaped indentations cut out into these like runes where like this green cold water trickled from the mountain down across the ground and into them and there were like metal chairs sitting beside the bath shaped things and it was horrifying and then the other one had a live bear in it so hell yeah yeah i mean that's (laughs) maybe that's what he's doing here getting some weird like gross underground bath and bear tunnels Maybe bath and bears, bed, bear, and bath, bear, and beyond (laughs) bath, bear, and below. (laughs) Um, I got a question for you. This is from infinite bug 
8063, kind of like a discussion question. Is bad sex with a new partner a deal breaker for you? Would you stop seeing someone if the first time having sex with a new partner is bad? It depends on the flavor of bad. Uh, Mm -hmm. If it's just like, you know, a little clumsy, a little shy, a little, you know, it didn't quite gel. No, there are things that can be worked on quite easily and like getting used to somebody else and overcoming your nerves and just like syncing your like styles and figuring out what other people like are all things that happen and can easily be overcome when you see someone more than once. Now, if they were like shitty, abusive, didn't understand consent, weren't fun, you know, all those like problems that were like, I think a lot harder to change and a lot more indicative of like deeper problems yeah probably not or if they were like just super unhygienic or like just weird yeah i think that is 100 percent it if it's if the bad sex is a result of nerves or you know bad timing or uh not getting the right rhythm any kind of like any maybe you've drank too much like that kind of stuff like even if they're just inexperienced you know what i mean like yeah i i think that those are all forgivable things and also I've gotten to the point in my life where if I'm sleeping with you, it's probably because I'm very interested in you. I stopped sleeping with everyone I had the opportunity to sleep with shortly after like my my big my big hoe phase. And it was fun. And I don't say I, there's nothing wrong with jumping at every opportunity that you want to jump at. But I got to the point where like I was having enough sex and enough really good sex that I wasn't jumping into bed with everyone who was who wanted to have sex with me. If you really are interested in someone, I think it's worth committing a little bit of effort to see if the sex can get better. But if you are just like actively trying to have as much sex as possible with as many people as possible for whatever reason, nah, I don't I like. I don't see the reason why you would go back to a bad sexual partner if you're not looking to cultivate something long lasting. Again, but that's I almost feel like that's a different question where it's like if you're not coming back anyway. But like I think there are a list of things that like for most people or for every person should be like hard nose. Like, again, if someone's dodgy about consent or doesn't care about you as a partner if someone keeps biting your nipples when you've told them repeatedly that you don't 100%. want your nipples touched. I was actually going to give that exact example. Yeah. Yeah. Like if someone like, and the thing is like people can be nervous, but like that nervousness can like also be presented in like shittiness. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. that's cool. Don't be shit. You know what I mean? Like be nervous. Don't be shitty. So it's like, if I have a bad time with someone and it seems like a them problem and not just a inexperience or like a fit or like a nerves or whatever. Yeah. I'm not going to fucking sleep with them again. Like if you suck, you suck. Well, I think you said something very important there. If you had a bad, like if you had a good time with them and the sex wasn't great, I think that is indicative that you should probably give it another chance or like, you know, you should be open to giving it another chance. If you had a bad time with them and it was bad sex, I think that should be a clear sign that it's like, cool, this isn't going to work for whatever reason, not going to try to pursue it. But it, like, you know, if you had a great date and you had like, if if you had fun and the sex just was like, eh, then like, yeah, there's a very good chance that with like a little bit of communication and coaching and, and working together that you could end up having a very fun sexual relationship. I'll put it this way. In my mind, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm speaking right. If you had a bad time or a good time with someone and bad sex, that situation can very possibly and probably will get better. If you had a bad time with someone and good sex, that's never going to get better. Mm. Like they're not going to start to become a better person because you're fucking them. Right. You're just going to slowly 
stop enjoying the sex as you realize how much of a shit person this person is. Yeah. I would be far more likely to not have sex with someone. And when the sex was good, if the person was bad, then vice versa. Yep. I agree. Mm, this one is, is like a whole journey. This is by Loyal Wingman. I'm not interested in dating anyone right now. Can and perhaps should be interpreted as I'm not interested in dating you. Context. Met this girl through mutual friends about six months ago. Felt like we hit it off. Hang out on our own quite often. And when we would, it would be five or six hours of walking. Going out, I'd usually pay if we went to eat. Cooking together, playing video games, watching movies. After a while, I fell for her hard. Things are going well. and I thought this was the precursor to my first ever relationship. I'm a man, 21. Totally thought she liked me back too. She would say things like, I've never clicked so well with someone like you before. I don't know why. I feel so comfortable. And I really enjoy the time we spent together. Every now and then, she might passively mention I looked handsome and would ask about my dating history, non-existent. And we'd sit together on the couch. We'd do this kind of cuddle thing where we'd share a blanket. Our arms and legs would touch. Sometimes we would hammock and we'd, she'd fall asleep on my arms. More than one occasion, we slept together. Only slept, shared a bed, nothing else. I might be naive, but I took these occurrences as a sign she liked me back too. I decided to ask her out and if we'd formally date. She said, yes, we have our date, and afterwards she said we had fun. Next morning she texted me and said, it didn't feel like a date, and I don't think I'm interested in dating anyone right now. I'm heartbroken. Still cry about it months later. I don't push it any further because I don't want to be that guy. Justify it's not because of me. She didn't want to date at this point in her life, which I get. It's totally fair. She says we can be best friends, and I agree. I want to be her relationship partner. She is an amazing person and friend. Maybe my first mistake, we go back to usual hangouts, cuddles, naps together, etc. And when we go out, I'd still pay. I was happy too because I like to take care of my friends without expectation of anything in return. While back, we're hanging out and she's using her phone and got Tinder notifications. She didn't know I saw them, but it felt like being punched in the stomach because I took that to mean she was trying to date, which I thought was weird because she told me she was not interested in dating anyone right now. Well, she didn't tell me, but she went on a date with this guy. I see his profile and guess what? This motherfucker has the same first name as me, even the same hair and eye color, and is basically everything I'm insecure about. Way taller and muscular, with a full beard and tattoos, in the honor school and all that. They're officially exclusive now. I never asked her why she told me she wasn't interested in dating, only for a few months to pass and her to start dating someone else. It clicked. This dude is everything I am, as well as everything I'm not. Now since I'm my best friend, I literally hear everything about them. I know much more about this other guy's dick than I want to admit. She tells me they're having so much sex, her pussy's constantly sore. She always has hickeys on her neck. By the way, I had actual dreams about sharing my first kiss ever with her, and now I have to hear this. Of course, now I feel lied to as well as ugly, as if there's something wrong with me, which maybe there is, but no one has ever told me. Anyway, that's my story. If someone says they aren't interested in dating, it means they're not interested in you, and attractiveness matters. Expectations or exceptions can be made for attractive people. Man, I kind of feel sorry for this guy. I, I like, I do feel for him. I, I don't think the signals you were picking up were wrong. You know, if I was cuddling on the couch with people and yes. going on dates, I think, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think I would also be like, oh, okay, this person, this person's into me. And to be fair, she did go on a date with him. Like, if he'd asked and she was just like, no, nah, I think there would be a slightly different flavor to this question. But like, she did go on the date, which means she saw a possibility there. I guess the date didn't go well. Yeah. Or, or like something, you know. So there's like, there's any number of reasons. Like. Could this person just be using you as as like a, a backup or as that kind of person that like strokes their ego and makes them feel good? Sure. Absolutely. Those people exist. It's been known to happen. Or this person really enjoyed spending time with you, was your friend, which is a complete possibility that, you know, women can just be friends with men mm -hmm. and decided to give it a go and it didn't work. Now, is do you think his statement of 
uh, you know, if they say they're not looking to date, they just mean not looking to date. Do you th- what do you think about that? Uh, I think if you're not looking to date, you could definitely find a person that swap like that changes that opinion. Yes, you know what I mean. But yeah. also, I feel like the question asker glosses over the fact that this happens months later, right? So it's like everyone who was not willing to date who then changed to being willing to date could have said that, and then a few like months have passed. Yeah. So that's now, one thing. There's a like I, I I see both sides of this because you're correct and and like that's kind of the stance I was gonna take is that like yes I didn't want to date until I met someone that I did want to date mm-hmm. and that is how dating works so you can't be upset if someone says oh hey sorry I'm not ready to date then yes I I think there is some truth in saying that like what they're actually saying is I don't want to date you like with my current partner when we met I was not ready to date no mm-hmm. matter how incredible they were you know what i mean and it's like over the course of us knowing each other which was you know decently long uh depending on your metric that changed and like i slowly became so it's like there if there was a point like say three months in that she was like oh like you know date me or i'm gone it would have been like okay bye and this is the person i've been with now for what like five fucking years so it's like it's also not a lie you know what i mean like i hate this blanket like it's it's tossing that very reasonable thing to say out the window now i do also think that this person like the the woman in this scenario also kind of overstepping some bounds of being kind of shitty being like you know this dude is into you maybe don't tell him every dripping detail of your sex life Mm -hmm. you know i mean like i I think but they also did be like hey are you cool to be best friends and that's the thing they also say uh, you know i like to do these things without expectations but at the same time they're bitching about the fact that they've done them now that she's dating somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I think like, look, let's let's talk about the guy for a second here. You kind of did this again. We can see where you're coming from. Right. And you did it well, like fair fucks for you to asking her out. Like, that's tough. Uh, you did it. That's great. Uh, you weren't wrong. You know what I mean? You weren't missing these signals. These signals are, are things that I probably would have thought. And again, also weren't wrong because she went this date for you. She didn't see you guys clicking, which is totally fair. And then she asked, do you want to become best friends? Clearly, that is not a thing you should have done because you're not yeah. able to. Especially because like the next thing he said was, I wanted to be her relationship partner or I want yeah. to be. And it's like, well, then you can't be her best friend, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> like yeah. That's that's not so going to work. Like advice here. It's like if you're really into somebody, you can't just turn that off and be like, OK, we're friends. Mm-hmm. If you're friends, you're friends. You know yep. what I mean? You need to to get over it, not get punched in the stomach by Tinder ghosts when you see notifications, not get upset that he has the same name as you. Like, that doesn't mean anything. That means not nothing. bring up that you had dreams about sharing your first kiss with her. You know what I mean? Like, I get that those things suck, but they also have no bearing on her and her decision just because it's the same name as you. Like, is she not allowed to date any Kyles anymore? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I'd like, love to know what his really name is. Basic-ass name. It's like, um, John, Mark. Same hair and eye color. It's like, mo- like... Most people do. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like brown hair and brown eyes. It's like, that's the majority of people, I'm sure. Yeah, like, we could argue that there's like four eye colors, you know, blue, green, hazel, brown, right? Hazel's like, brown too. <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, it, there really is three eye colors. So you have a one in three chance of having the same eye color as someone. Yeah. That's like, nothing. So I get it. You're hurt. Get rid of all that shit. You need to, like, respect yourself. 
if you're going to be friends with them, be friends with them. If you're not going to be friends with them, don't do this weird, like, hanger on, hoping that one day she'll see you for who you truly are and date you. We see this all the time and it never works out. It's not good. And what happens to you right now where you're, like, bitter now after months when it didn't work out and you're kind of, like, taking the wrong things from this situation, that happens to so many people. So don't do that. If you're in a situation like this, if you're if you want to be dating someone and that's not an option, they ask you to be friends at the very least, take a large break. I also don't think there's any harm in taking a breather and being like, hey, sorry, I thought I could do this. I I really like you and I didn't want to lose you. Um, I thought I could do this, but I do still have a lot of feelings for you. And I don't think this is working for me. It's, you know what I mean? Like I, there's nothing wrong with being vulnerable and there's nothing wrong with being honest because the options are feel like shit forever and just, you know, have to stomach all the things you don't want to hear about someone that you have feelings for or be shitty and, and constantly be like, I hope they break up. I'm only enduring this because so I have a, maybe another chance with someone that's I've already had a chance with and they didn't want anything to do with me. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, so like, I'm sure you're dropping like slightly negative comments about this guy every time she mentions it. And you're probably also not pursuing other romantic interests. Exactly. Right. So like how many people have you missed connections with because you're hung up with someone that you told you would be okay being best friends with? You're not okay being best friends with them. So you need to back off. You need to let them go. And yeah, I know that sucks. Yeah, I know that hurts. Maybe once you sort of get yourself centered and recover from this, you'll be able to reignite or reignite a a friendship. But right now you're way too close. You have way too many feelings for them and it's only going to end poorly for either both of you or for you. So you need to take a break. You need to be like, hey, sorry, I thought I could do this. I can't still have a lot of feelings for you. I wish you the best. I have no ill will towards you. We gave it a good shot. I want you to be happy. But, you know, I I can't maintain a friendship with someone who I have feelings for. Mm -hmm. Um, Good luck. Hopefully I can I can sort this out and maybe we can do this again at some other time. Yeah. And like per your original thing. It doesn't matter if I'm not interested in dating anyone right now is about you or about them because either way, you're not dating, right? Yeah. So looking into it just to get more offended or take it personally is completely like it's an exercise in futility. It's like, why would you do that? You're only working harder to be more upset. So it's like, it doesn't matter. You've gotten the answer. Uh, You should respect the answer no matter what. And it's like, you know, fuck it. Be, you move on. That's it. Either way, move on. It doesn't matter if it's you or if it's everybody. You know what I mean? It's not like if you see through their ruse, they have to date you anyway. Like, oh, shit, you're right. It was just you. But now that you've figured me out, that's the rules. I'm yours. Like, no, it it doesn't matter. You've gotten your answer. That's all that matters. You don't need to look into it. You don't need to doubt it. You don't need to feel worse. You just need to move on. Yep. And her getting with somebody else doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. Doesn't mean you're ugly. Doesn't mean that you were lied to. Even if it was a lie... It was her letting you down easily, which was kind. And also what we all do all the time. Yeah. uh, Yeah. That just sorry. This sucks. You were in a bad situation, Um, but you need to move on and not dwell on it because that's how you become incredibly bitter and poison every potential relationship you have from here on out. Yeah. So good luck. But, you know, you need to to breathe and move on. Um, This is from No Name 8255. Caught husband masturbating, but recently I caught my husband pleasuring himself on the nest camera we have in the bedroom to watch our dogs when not home in the crates. I was not home. I'm not mad, by the way. It's the opposite. 
It turns me on to watch it, where now I check the, every time I'm not home. Then, when I get home, I'm a little extra rowdy. I usually run to my girls for advice, but is this something I can talk to them about? I figured he fa- if he found out, he wouldn't want them to know, so here I am. Do I tell him, or do I keep enjoying? Guy's input appreciated. I think it is only fair to tell him, because... Yeah. If not, you are spying on him. And, you know, worst case, he says, I don't like this. But then, you know, he can feel comfortable in his own home. Uh, Mm -hmm. Best case, he also thinks it's hot. And then he can keep doing it and you can keep doing it. And, you know, win win. Yeah, it is something of a uh, it is an invasion of privacy to watch someone doing something private Mm -hmm. when they think they're alone and not letting them know that you're doing it as seemingly harmless as it might appear or feel for you there is something kind of gross about watching someone masturbate and not letting them know that you're doing it even if it is your partner i I would almost say like uh, i guess i want to say especially if it is your partner but i think it's just fucked no matter which way you look at it but it's like this is someone who trusts you so it's like to to deny them or to like abuse them of their trust just so you can like feel a little naughty is pretty fucked up so 100 percent, bring it up to him and just be like hey I noticed this the other day. I, you know, it was very hot, but I just want you to know because I want to make sure you're not doing this unawares. But like, again, if you want to just let me know next time you're doing it, like wink. And again, they might be chill with it. They might not be. But the important thing is that they have the option to be those things. And the other important thing is that you respect whatever it is Mm -hmm. that they decide. So if they say, hey, actually, no, I'm not comfortable with that. Masturbation is something I prefer to keep privately and and something that i want to do on my own that doesn't mean that now you just sneak around on the cameras when yes you know what i mean like if he says he doesn't like being watched or doesn't want you to do it again as much as you like it you have to respect that because it is it is such a a, an indiscretion to uh to ignore like talk about it and be like oh phew i did it i did the thing and i told him about it but now i'm not going to like respect his wishes because at that point why even bring it up yeah like we all know it will be fucked and i'm pretty sure you know it's fucked so talk to him be chill and like hey even if it just gives him the option or like the wherewithal to like turn the camera off if he wants private time and like maybe every now and then he can treat you to a little show you know what i mean like there are ways this can go down where it's not all or nothing right but like continuing to spy on him without his knowledge is not cool so don't do it. Yeah, I think I would drastically not or, or find a, a significant decrease in pleasure masturbating if I knew someone was watching me. Like if I knew my partner was watching me masturbate, because like masturbation for me is, you know, like a time where I shut my brain off and just kind of like focus on one thing, which is usually myself. And and, and like to turn that now into a performance. Mm hmm. Like there'd be like, I would just be like, I don't know. This is supposed to be me time. I don't want to perform while I'm masturbating. You wouldn't, you'd be thinking about angles. You'd be thinking about like, oh, am I tensing? Am I like, like it's, it's a whole fucking thing. You know, if you're watching porn doing it, are are you then going to be like, oh, is she going to be cool if I watch this? Like, is this okay? Is that like, is that going to be weird if I watch this? Like it, it just automatically makes masturbation not fun. Well, like, to be honest, if I, I, like, if I knew when I sat down and had a cup of tea and read on the couch, I was being, like, spied on, I don't think I'd love that either, you know what I mean? Like, it would just be in the back of my head, and, like, that's pretty fucking innocuous, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. Talk to him. Yeah, like, you have to. This, it's not an option. Yeah. Don't be shit. You have to. Hey, you don't. 
Don't don't be shit. No, no, don't be shit. Yeah, you have to talk to him and you have to respect whatever he decides. Yes. Are you ready? Yep. We have one of our beautiful, beautiful audience members writing in again. It's the return of Pinoy Pinoy Boy Toy. Hell yeah. I'm always I'm always excited. I, I saw that he sent this in, but I didn't read it because I want it to be fresh, fresh ears. I didn't want to, to ruminate too much on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but his questions always they're spicy. They nah, always have this, like this one's super tame. It's very boring. Don't worry. Oh. In fact, we probably <laughs> don't even need to read it out. Uh, hey, kind sirs, I'm back. So I've been on a number oh, yeah. of dates with this girl I used to work with four or five years ago. Back then, she was under my charge, so I didn't make a move. When I was still working for that firm, I had the reputation of being a ladies' man, and most of the people who worked with me knew about it, including her. This did not help my case with her when we started to go out on dates, as she would constantly say she thinks I'm not yet ready for a committed relationship and that I might never change. She follows each one of my stories on Instagram and knows I go out with a lot of male and female friends, mostly models. I really like her, though, and I would go through hours of conversation and feel like I still want more at the end of each date. Thing is, she lives two hours away from me, which means I would have to drive a total of four hours just to see her for a day. We'd go on dates infrequently because of this. I want to pursue this, but I don't know where I stand with her. She says she likes to test people a lot to see if they're telling the truth. Her past relationship didn't help as she caught her ex lying several times. Should I continue to spend time with her and with more regularity? Or should I just arrange a foursome with these three lady models who said they want to do it with me? Two of them are bisexual. The other is curious to explore that side of her. P.S. If you have experience with foursomes, please do share because I only (laughs) had a threesome twice and I might... I fear I might not have enough cum and stiffness for them all. <laughs> what is your life? A uh, pretty why, good one. Why do you even talk to us? Yeah, I think you need a podcast. We need to message you. Oh, man. I is He's in the Philippines, right? Yeah. Man, we have to go party with you. <laughs> Pinoy boy toy, like... I know we might harsh your style. Your your like model to <laughs> model to boy ratio might get like, thrown oh, off. Who are those? Who are those <laughs> awful people standing beside them? <laughs> Come to this Instagram for model content only. Uh, fuck me, man. Uh, so she doesn't get to decide whether you're ready for a relationship or not. Mm-hmm. And if you are, you are. And if you're not, you're not. And judging by your hesitancy or or your ability to have a foursome with three models it might sound to me like you're not entirely ready for a relationship because I i've always by saying he seems to have not gone ahead and had this foursome which means maybe he is ready maybe he is so we've talked about it a bunch of times and, and this is how i operate on most of the things in my life especially dating is it's a fuck yes or to no. so if driving four hours doesn't seem like that much because you really want to see this person. If not having a foursome with three models is something you're willing to give up to see this person, then those are all pretty strong indications that she is someone that you want to spend time with and maybe pursue a relationship with. If you're like, ah, I like, I like hanging out with her, but four hours. Or if you, you know, you're going out, and you're like, I do like that person, but like three models (laughs) i i think you need to gauge it like i I can't tell you how much you like this person so i really do think you need to do a a a hard stop and and do a little soul searching and be like if i start seeing this person exclusively or pursue an exclusive relationship or a more serious relationship with her am i going to always be like i do i do want this for some though because if that's what you're going to be doing then don't do it Mm mm-hmm now, I will say, he does say, I, I do want to pursue this, but I don't know where I stand with her. So I think 
you know. And then also, I am concerned about the fact that she likes to test people a lot to see yeah. if they're telling the truth. Like, that screams like that. red flags to me. And, like, I don't want to give you advice that gets you into a bad relationship. But Dan made a really good point where it's like she doesn't get to tell you you're not ready. You know what I mean? If you guys have had the relationship thing and she's hesitant, uh, but you want to do this, I would just flat out say, look, I, I know where I'm at. I know I really want to see you. You're incredible. And, like, if she isn't on board, then that's yeah, probably a pretty good indication that you should just go have that force. Yeah, if it's an uphill battle to convince her that you want to date her. And it's not like you trying to convince her to date you. It's that you're trying to convince her that you want to date her. Like, that's a weird fight to have. Like, if I had to sit someone down and be like, look, I'm I am ready to date you and I want to date you. And here are the reasons. Like, here's me proving that I want to date you. Mm -hmm. That seems like a very tiring conversation because I'm worried that it would then translate throughout the rest of the relationship of being like, well, I need you to prove to me that. Yeah. You still love me. I need you to prove to me that you're loyal. I need you to prove to me that you're not lying. I need to prove relationships are built on trust. If every facet of your relationship ends up being a test and things you have to like quantifiably prove how much you care about this person, mm -hmm. you're going to resent that really fucking fast. And all of a sudden, those three models are going to look even better than I'm sure they already <laughs> do. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like the start of a relationship should be like great. You know what I mean? That should be like you go home with a big fucking smile all over your face because you're dating the person you want to date. That should be how that conversation goes. It shouldn't be shitty. You know what I mean? It shouldn't be a struggle. And Dane's right. Like it's if you have to do this, like, no, I promise I prove it to you. I'm this and this and this again without like any reason necessarily either. Then it's going to fucking suck because the first argument you get in, it's going to be like, see, I told you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or if something doesn't go their way, they're going to be like, well, so I would have the conversation. If you're certain you want to date them, I would talk to them and I would lay that out and let them know. And if they're weird and if they're hesitant and if it is, as we've been talking about, like a battle to convince them, maybe it's not worth your time because I don't think that battle is going to be solved by them being like, okay, fine. I accept your reasons. I will deign to date you right now. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it'll be the first fight in a campaign. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's a relationship shouldn't be a war front. Mm -hmm. This shouldn't be your sort of vanguard attack of being like, yeah, it's 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 something I think you need to feel out. Like I said, if the answer to do you want to date this woman is a fuck yes, then go for it. You yeah. have our blessing. Um, <laughs> go forward, have the conversation, be like, hey, I really want to date you. I'd like to be exclusive or whatever the parameters of your relationship are. That's up to you. But as Nell said, if if it starts becoming like, I don't believe you four years ago or whatever, I knew you as this reputation. Like, that's also a shit thing to do. It's like it's been four years. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things there that you need to suss out. And if if during this conversation of you asking this woman out, you feel like you are kind of like Sisyphus rolling up that boulder. Mm -hmm. And it seems like a struggle and that once you get to the top of that hill and she says, yes, OK, fine, we can date. And that you watch that boulder roll back down to the bottom and you're like, well, the next time we do anything, I don't have to roll that motherfucker back up. Yeah, I would think strongly against it. Yeah. If she's dealing with trauma from a past relationship, sometimes there's nothing you can do to to get past that. Like sure, my yeah. ex's ex had cheated on her and like I thought she was over that. And then later in our relationship, she effectively had this like 
spiraling breakdown where she thought like everything I did was me cheating on her, including like going to work, which, you know, I would invite her to come to work and hang out at the bar if she wanted to, or like, you know, hanging out with a mutual friend of ours down the road who was a guy. Um, it was just like, it, it was insane. Um, so sometimes that's hard to get past. And also we don't know this, this past of yours. So like, if you were unfaithful in relationships, maybe she also has, kind of like something to base it on, right? Which maybe she could do with some actual reassurance in that regard. But either way, feel it out. Like we're saying, if you want to do it, go for it. And like, you just got to be aware that like, don't let those feelings cloud you when you get to that point where you're like, ooh, I think this isn't going to go well. Don't power through just because you like them so much because then you're just, it's still going to suck. You're just delaying how much it's going to suck. Yeah, we've answered uh, question one, question two, question two. Let's get let's get into this, boys. Uh, You don't need a certain amount of cum per woman. There's not a cum (laughs) quota that you need to fill. (laughs) We don't know what happens over in the Philippines. Maybe there is. That's right. Yeah. As far as we know, you don't need a cum quota per woman. So get that out of your out of your mind. You don't need to worry about that. Two, you said that. Two of them are are bisexual and want to like hook up with each other too. That's great. That kind of takes the pressure off you a little bit because it's not like you have to always be on satisfying three people at once who have no interest in each other. You can so pair off. That's the most important thing going into a threesome. I've I've had a few, and the fun ones are the ones where the women are also into each other. Mm-hmm. The not fun ones are where the women aren't into women, and I have to bounce between the two of them and i'm the sole giver of pleasure and you have to make sure each of them gets the exact same amount of cum yeah and it's it's those aren't fun having threesomes with people who aren't also into each other you're in a good situation where three out of the four want to fool around with each other and there's one person who might be a little shy or or hesitant and feeling it out that's great you but like i i think if you want to go into a foursome you need to go in thinking you're not the star of the show Mm mm-hmm it's a collaborative effort. It is It is perfectly fine if you need a break and to go grab a Gatorade and chill out for a second on the couch while you watch these three incredible women fool around with each other. I don't think anyone's going to be upset about that. Yeah, I think the things to remember here are hydration is key. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Bring supplies. Uh, don't feel like you're the star of the show because, again, that's going to add like kind of more pressure onto your shoulders, which might either affect you on the front end or say on the getting it up again and because that pressure is not great and three if you don't have the stiffness or come to go a second round it's like you still have hands and a tongue you know what i mean yeah, like you can just still lie back be involved and, have, and it's yeah. like have as much fun as you can get them having as much fun as you can and i bet that's gonna help you more than anything lead to more stiffness and come yeah it's you've got to just relax let everything kind of flow naturally at no one like it's not going to be like this perfect circle of everyone just you know, getting off all at the same time, there are going to be ebbs and flows of pleasure for certain people. So as long as you understand that it is a collaborative effort, you're not the star of the show and that it is okay to take a break. And look, if you're worried, again, I don't know culturally how it all works. Um, If you're worried that someone's like, oh, you're not going to be fucking the whole time. If that's kind of the vibe, take a dominant stance and be like, it's your, like, it's your turn. I'm going to sit back and watch. And like, you know, I mean, like take that as a as a stance of like power of being like, all right, entertain me <laughs> and, and just like take a second, take a breather that way. And as I quaff my Gatorade. Yeah. As, as I, you know, have one of those like small little personal fans. 
just blowing <laughs> on me. Um, there's there's ways to do it. You'll be fine. I believe in you. I whatever option you choose, I hope it's incredible. Yeah, I hope it could. I hope it works out with this person. And if it doesn't, hey, a, a foursome's not a bad consolation prize. Look, man, if if this doesn't work with this person, I have literally no concerns about you because every time <laughs> we talk to you, you're like, I'm drowning in attractive women. <laughs> so I, I'm sure you will you will bounce back with no problem. But we're we're you know thinking about you. Best and, wishes your way. And hey, we're coming. We're coming to party with you. <laughs> At the end of the episode, we like to jump on online dating platforms such as Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge to peruse online dating profiles to see what works, what doesn't work, comb them for red flags, and effort to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. Uh, you ready for this? Yeah, I don't think I have a whole lot to be honest. I have so many. I could just Perfect. blast them at you if you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Okay, this is Matt. God, I wish there was a super no option. Sometimes it don't be like that. But when you're so used to when it do be like that, that you don't give it a chance to don't. If you're out here wearing a mask, swipe left, commie. Love to grow food, hunt, fish, want a family. I, okay. It's, <laughs> what, I'm going through so many like processes right now. It's like my brain has got the little ball that says not responding currently because I'm it's just a like. Lot. There's just so many things. Like, why? What hey, makes wearing a mask communism? <laughs> being a dumb person on the, you know, observing that makes it communist. Yeah. Uh, let's let's look at the the super no. God, I wish there was a super no option. Yeah. Like, so is the the idea behind super no indic like letting the other person know that you said no? Yeah. Because, even like, that's, more. <laughs> like you're, you're like that's what left swiping is for, dude. Yeah. He just wants to like, rub salt in the wound. The whole point of a super like is that like when you're swiping, oh, this person super like me. Great. So it's like nothing like a good ego boost, like swiping through and be like, oh, cool. This person super knowed me. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> what Matt's trying to tell us is that he's a piece of shit. Yeah. I would and like to inflict more harm on complete strangers. Exactly. To finalize this, to get through this, finally, I want your opinions on sometimes it don't be like that. But when you're so used to when it do be like that, that you don't give it a chance to don't like I know he's doing the fucking meme the you know sometimes it'd be do like that or whatever it is like the Neil deGrasse Tyson meme but like with the rest of his profile it's hard to really pick that out as as a joke yeah because the rest of his profile is really dumb mm -hmm. so it would be very understandable if someone accidentally confused this with what he actually thinks or how he actually speaks yeah even then I I'm just imagining that he kind of sucks. It's very possible he is just silly. And, and by silly, I mean dumb. So I don't know. It's a zero for me. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a hard zero for me as well. How about Cam? I'm really spiritual. Love exercise. I'm a type of doctor. Love traveling and festivals. Hey, this would be a decent profile if it wasn't for the cryptic, I'm a type of doctor. <laughs> yeah. Hey, why do you say that in the scariest possible way? Yeah, and like you couldn't sound less like a doctor. <laughs> no, I believe this man has a medical degree. I just think it's in like a PhD in fucking murder. Now, Cam is a is a woman. Oh, okay. Sorry. A PhD in murder. <laughs> it's uh I assume they're a dentist because Maybe. as we all know, not real doctors. <laughs> Whoa. Come on. <laughs> You just lost us all our dentists, and we have I know, thousands I just, of dentists listening just, a week. Hey, you know what? I need to start beef with someone. It's fair. And actually, no, it's not going to be dentists, because... Yeah, they I, do a lot of stuff in your yeah. mouth that's pretty essential. Yeah. 
I'm gonna give it a four. I'm, I'm giving it a three because that like the doctor thing just weirds me out so much. Well, it's like it's a weird like insecurity isn't sexy, right? So it's like obviously you're insecure about what it is you actually do, but you're trying to be like mm, I'm kind of a doctor though. Or so it's like you're such a bullshit doctor, like you're a homeopathic, yeah, crystal rubber energy doctor. Mm-hmm. And so you know how much of a bullshit phrase that is. And I'm just like, all right. So then if you're afraid to say it on your Tinder profile, why are you charging people for your services? Yeah. Either way, it's not good. And the rest is kind of bland. So yeah, mm-hmm. four for me. Uh, but we're going to continue the uh, the trend of confusing job titles, um, which was specifically sent in a, in a pair. These two uh, by our wonderful Valiant Heart. Uh, this is Nell Runge. Who's an emotional fitness coach? Oh, that's that's all I got. But what do you think that means? I assume it's someone who like really gives your your emotions a like a workout. So like they come up to you and you're like, hey, I've got some great news. Um, I've got your test results. Unfortunately, I've got bad news. Uh, you are dying. However, it is curable. So it's like a lot of roller coasters, mm, right? Like okay. it's it's like emotional hit. Okay. I've got an incredible news. You're dying. Oh, did you not want to die? Damn it. I guess it is bad news then. But you can be curious. Yeah, okay. What if they just get like they're at the front of the room in your spin class and then they just middle of it, they break down. <laughs> yeah, they just have just, wild mood just, just Just please fucking just cycle faster, no slower. Right away, like my dad did. <laughs> Maybe that's it. They channel the power of their, you know, traumatic childhood. Yeah. Uh, so this isn't really something we could judge because that's yeah. all we got. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go on to Howie Thung. Uh, I don't use WhatsApp or WeChat. I rarely swipe or text because my eyes and hands will get hurt. I'd love to see you in person. Interesting. This They're, del- they're delicate, this, Dane. This poor glass person. <laughs> is, it, is it a man or a woman? It is a woman. This poor glass woman just can't possibly swipe the smallest, the smallest possible movement. You don't even have to swipe. There are buttons at the bottom that you can say I yes think or no. A tap with. is less devastating on the human frame than a swipe. It's true. It's uh, I don't like someone who's this concerned. Like, how do we? Uh, what's hurting your eyes? The screen? <laughs> how are we going to plan a date if you can't possibly look at the screen to message me? Yeah, I'm very confused because all they really say is they, they don't use an app. They like to meet in person, and then this vague thing about how they've got, I guess, crazy delicate eyes and hands. And also don't use the app they're trying to lure me into. So it's like, what? what, Like, huh? yeah, she's Samuel L. Jackson from Unbreakable. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's the fucking the guy with the glass bones and paper skin from SpongeBob. Yeah. Every night my heart attacks lull me to sleep. Oh, I, I literally thought you were going to say the glass bones from the movie Glass. Nope. SpongeBob. I was like, that's the same character. Because SpongeBob. for some reason they, they made that a trilogy. Uh, give us a rating. I'm going to give it a two because I don't. I don't have the the fortitude to deal with someone who is this fragile. Now, maybe someone who's some kind of doctor could deal with them. Maybe, yeah. If, if only there was some sort of medical professional who could help. Yeah, I'm going to give it like a one because it's it's confusing and it's intriguing in like not a good way. It's baffling. Ah, this is Kira. My therapist recommends I give someone without face tattoos a chance. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. I like that. That's good. I'm going to give this a, uh, I'll give it a seven. It's pretty funny, but I'm worried it's true. Yeah, that's why I'm leaning on the seven. I'm, I'm leaning on the, the, oh, this is a funny joke. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm giving it a, ten, a, a cautious seven. I'm ready for an interesting one? Yeah. This is Carly. Really bad at these things. You aren't reading this anyway. Five, six, because that seems important. Not offended by dick pics. Huh. Hmm. A bold move on a dating app. Now, Carly has since been flooded by penis pictures and has passed away, so. Yes, uh, there's no way this woman hasn't opened the floodgate dicks. Yeah. <laughs> She's definitely changed her profile since. Or maybe not. I, she loves those little guys. I can't. I assume they can't even open Tinder anymore. <laughs> it just crashes on our phone. This, th- you know what? This this reeks to me as someone who is like making a like modern art piece of unsolicited dick pics, oh, yeah. and they just needed they just need something for the library. Uh, either way, uh, it's none of it is good. It's still a very bad profile outside of this comment. So I'm gonna give it a two. Yeah, it's not great. And I, I'm also worried she's just trying to blackmail you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a one. This is Tasia. Rules to an approval dating with me. Show me your brain before your dick. Unnecessary words will be blocked and removed. I appreciate your understanding. This is perfect for that guy with the brain picture. Right? Maybe he read this and was like, got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. No, no one wants to see the dick pics until they see the brain pics. You know those games where you flip over tiles and you have to remember where one tile was and match it with like another tile? Yeah. I realized like maybe that's what we've been doing this whole time with this podcast is finding people. And then later on, we find someone else. We're like, shit, that's the time. Like we have found this person. She wants to see your brain. He has brain pictures in his pocket. We fucking did it. Mm -hmm. I will be connecting these two people the second we stop communicating here today. (laughs) I I honestly don't even remember. I was just too hyped about the brain pick. I'm so glad that you picked up on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to give it a five because I've literally forgotten everything else about it. I'm giving it a zero because there's no way I'd get in between these two people. (laughs) It's true. Uh, How many more do you want? Uh, Give me one more. Mm, How about two more? Okay, fine. This is Bestie. Trying to lose pandemic and work from home fat. Uh, Like emoji and like sweat emoji. Anyone down to talk? Mm. Is talk in quotations? It's in stars. Okay. All right. That's that's enough for me. So I wasn't crazy about the weight thing because I'm like, look, we all put on weight. We're all doing our best. That's fine. But now I'm thinking, oh, okay. It's a sign that like talk is physical activity. Mm-hmm. And that's how you're looking to lose the weight, which case changes my opinion of this profile greatly. Mm-hmm. I probably still wouldn't swipe on it, but I understand the people who would. So I'm going to give this a seven as well. I'll give it a five. And then finally... Probably the best. This is going to be a 10 for sure from you. This is Tanya. She, Dame, Sire, for all you pronoun simps. Government did a good job dumbing down men. Most of you are losers addicted to dopamine hit endlessly swiping, looking to screw pigs that sleep with three other dudes. Casual is gross. Looking for a long-term relationship to make summer fun, consistent, and leave the city. Downtown professional, well-traveled to remote places, Easter Island to Himalayas. I work in psychiatry. Also, you must like and want kids. Grunge, metal, only betas put vaccinated in their bio. Why would I like this? It was sarcasm. Oh, okay. <laughs> this person sucks. This is a terrible person. Also, you're a psychiatrist? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I hope not. Well, that's what they said, right? They say they work in psychiatry. Maybe they're lying. I hope they're lying. Maybe they, uh, they're they like... Maybe they're know. a psychiatric patient. Yeah, maybe they're <laughs> the person being analyzed. Yeah, I, I I feel like that. Or maybe they're like, you know, a receptionist and a, a psychiatrist. Hey, even, then, even then, that's not good. I know, I don't... Uh, yeah. Minus I just, 10. It's so hard to believe people like this exist. I know, it's upsetting. But really hey, is. people like you exist, and that's pretty good. Thanks, man. That's all good. Love you too. Well, that's the podcast, guys. I want to first reach out and thank the people that joined the Patreon during the week because you're fucking angels and we love you. Love you. Uh, mwah, mwah. For those who are still on the fence, maybe maybe now's the week. Maybe now's the time. If we hit 25 patrons, we will do a live show. Uh, up until that point, we have plenty of benefits, including uh, extra episodes of our secondary podcast, Pillow Talk, and also Priority Q for all those spicy questions like uh, good old Pinot Boy Toy. Pinoy Boy Toy. I don't know why I keep saying Pino. I think I want wine. We love you guys. Thank you to Josh Eagle from the Harvest Cities for their song Paper Stars as well. The Nile did it all. If you have a question or if you want to join the Patreon, head on over to fbuddiespodcast.com and click either the contact form, fill it out, choose your agent name. We complete or we keep it completely anonymous or click the Patreon button. It'll bring you right there and you can choose between any of the options and we will love you forever. Do you have some bad sex writing for me? I do. So do you remember the time we gave out to Batman for not going down? Yep. Well, guess who else doesn't? It's DJ Khaled. He says, a woman should praise the man, the king. If you're holding it down for your woman, I feel like the woman should praise. And a man should praise the queen. But, you know, their way of praising is called, (laughs) how was dinner? You like the house you're living in? You like those clothes you're getting? I'm taking care of your family. I'm taking care of my family. You know, I'm putting in the work. Now, the interviewer, Dan says, you're saying you don't go down. No, never, he answered. I don't do that. It's different rules for men. You got to understand, we the king. There's some things you might not want to do, but you got to get it done. I just can't do what you want me to do. I can't. And it would not be okay if a woman refused to go down on him, he said. Another one. We the best music. Uh, so GJ Khaled fucking sucks. You, I mean, you I think, know, I think didn't we know. all knew that. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, quantifiable proof that DJ Khaled is not good. Also, I guess some advice. If you make money, you don't need to lick vaginas. Yeah. I mean, Bruce, to DJ also, Bruce Wayne was also a billionaire. Maybe Shit. that's maybe it's just a Damn rich it. thing. Man, I would like, I would hate that. Imagine if you got rich and then they're like, hey, you can't do that anymore. I was like, "Damn it, take my I fortune." Would, I would literally donate every. So I only ever had like yeah, ninety nine million. Yeah, just always, just whatever I made over that just gets put into a separate like charity fund that I set mm-hmm. up for rich wives to have their vagina taken care of. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, I got to go dig a tunnel. So my name is Dane Miller. And I got to go be untalented and famous like DJ Khaled. Uh, and I'm not Spain. <laughs> We've been your folk buddies. <laughs>